I don't know. That's the soundtrack to Reverse Cowgirl. I think. <laughs> sounds like The Climb by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> hey guys, heads down. Eyes closed. We're gonna pass the. Uh, we're gonna pass the. The money <laughs> thing around. <laughs> the money. The money. I haven't been to church in a long time. Are we wow. doing a spontaneous song? collection I was, plate? I was feeling it. I was gonna. Try. I was about to cry too. Let's start yeah. this oh, show for God's sake. Take a love sakes. offering. Okay. A love offering. <laughs> yeah. We have missionaries from out of town. You guys, uh, <laughs> if you already gave your tithe, that's the first ten. <laughs> offering is over and above. Uh, just to let you know, you'll be cursed with a curse if you don't give. So, <laughs> went to a church that said that once. <laughs> If you don't give, you're cursed with a curse. <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> Apparently it's double shame on you. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Got quiet. Roughly 24 <laughs> to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... (laughs) Stab! Hello! Welcome to Stab! Welcome to the second... Is this the second stab ever in stab? The bil- it's third. Okay. Hey, you know we're new. We're new here to the block. Uh, welcome to the third installment of stab. Are you ready to meet your contestants? Yes. Okay. Well, well sitting right here. We've already talked to him. His name's Trip Hazard. Trip Hazard. Yes. Amy Estes, right there, in the semi-middle. Steve Ferris in shorts, also. And Jesse Jones with a staff with a pile of chili on his lap. I don't know. That's that's for the home audience. Imagine. I'm John Morris Ross the Fourth. Welcome to Stab. Uh, I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. We're gonna get right into this show. This first segment's called the Top Three Google Searches of. Um, because we used to call it the Top Five, and now there's too many contestants, and that would take forever. So it's called the Top Three. Uh, top three Google searches up. Uh, in honor of America and North Korea's most mentally stable dearest leaders coming together to talk about weapons that can end us all this past week, uh, please have composed uh, the top three Google searches from the perspective of a nuclear warhead. Uh, that's right. If a nuclear warhead could search Google, what would it search? We'll go ahead and start one at a time. Trip. Lonely Planet Guide to Everywhere. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. What is fission? <laughs> what is fission? Okay. It's the science of how the bomb goes off. Very good. The best Thank jokes you. are ones you have to explain. <laughs> so we're off to a good start. Steve. Okay. Um, <coughs> R. Kelly, I believe I can fly lyrics. <laughs> Very good. Uh, you just, your, your introduction actually inspired me to come up with one on the spot. Um, how many U's are in my name? (laughs) (sighs) I'll think about it later. I'm glad the audience. (laughs) David. Trip, 
God dang it. Thanks. Should I get a name tag? Yes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Euphemisms for sexual prowess. <laughs> uh, I like to imagine a like a benevolent nuclear warhead. So uh, it's how to bomb only Donald Trump. <laughs> Woo! Not here, lady. We don't clap for that stuff. Not in God's stab theater. <laughs> well, that'd be funny if we were a conservative comedy club. That'd be awesome. All right, Steve, you're third? Uh, Second? S- yeah. Go ahead. Uh, skydiving near me. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Jesse. Uh, Cute matching novelty keychains for two very important keys. (laughs) Trip. Recipes for cream of mushroom cloud soup. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Change course of mission of missile to ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. All right. Um. Does enriched uranium have the vitamins I need? (laughs) (laughs) And Jesse. Travelocity search. uh, Must see spots for a quick visit to Washington, (laughs) D.C. That was the top three Google searches from from the perspective of a nuclear warhead. Very good. Very good. Good job, everyone. Yeah. All right, this next segment, segment two, it's called Reorganization. Uh, there's only five of these. Stick, around, stick with us. Uh, this next segment called Reorganization. Uh, please take this existing acronym, reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, in celebration of all things publicity stunt, today's acronym is IHOB. IHOB. I-H-O-B. What does IHOB mean to you? You've probably heard that Drake once starred on a Canadian knockoff series called Degrassi. Uh, <laughs> did you know Canada has its own version of almost every American pop culture event? Uh, the cute boy band of the 90s wasn't Hanson, it was the Moffats. And it, it wasn't Saved by the Bell, the new class, it was both Degrassi, colon, next class, and Deg- Degrassi, the next generation, <laughs> starring Drake. Uh, and instead of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and their terrible actual acronym TMNT, Canada had IHOB, the irreverent hero of Kichita Beagles. <laughs> <laughs> Trained in the, I am not kidding, Canadian's First Nations martial art, Okichita, <laughs> this team of environmentally conscious beagles fought against the villainous hoser who sought to strip mine Canada of all its precious liquids, oil, maple syrup, and poutine. <laughs> Trained by a beaver named Master Splinter. Wait, the American one had a rat named Master Splinter? That doesn't make any sense. Why would a rat be called Splinter? They don't even... Whatever. (laughs) So anyways, each of the four beagles was named after a famous Canadian. Gordy loved hockey, had a temper. Norm was the comedian. Alanis, the brainy one. And the natural leader was Shatner. (laughs) The team had to hide their ability to talk. And again, I stress 100% completely real. Oh, Kichita skills from human Canadians, except for a friendly lumberjane who discovered them one day. (laughs) They lived with their master in a large uh, beaver dam outside Ottawa. And like most rapscallions, they had an affinity for pancakes and snowshoeing. A reverend hero, a kitchita beagles. A reverend hero, a kitchita beagles. A reverend hero, a kitchita beagles. Doggies with Canuck chucks. Beagle power. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. 
Canuck Chucks. Amy, what does IHOB mean to you? It feels very appropriate since we've already established that the Lord is in the house tonight. <laughs> where two or more gathered, guys. I where feel Jesus. Where two or more have gathered, yes, <laughs> in his name. Uh, IHOB stands for I Hoard Old Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> These are my confessions. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> they say the word of the Lord never changes, but that doesn't stop me. I collect old Bibles like it's going out of style, mostly because it is. I pile them high and wide all over my house. Read them? Nah. Just use them to hold my coffee, and I even made a cool bed out of them. Thanks, Pinterest. <laughs> You'd be surprised at all the cool places you can collect Bibles, and best of all, if you need more, there are churches everywhere. You can just steal them. <laughs> Very good. I hob. I hoard. Old Bibles. Steve Ferris, tell me, what does I hob mean to you? Okay. Uh... <laughs> I actually didn't change it that much. Um, I, I changed it a little bit. It's uh, the interracial home of butt cakes. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> it's actually still the same place. But, uh, <laughs> uh, set in the not too distant apocalyptic future. Um, so think like butt fuckers and uh, <laughs> and uh, idiocracy of butt fuckers. So it's kind of like the same kind of thing like that. And um, instead of pancakes, they serve cakes that look like butts from all five major census groups. <laughs> so you can get uh, white butt cakes and... Um, <laughs> You can get black or African American butt cakes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you can get uh, American Indian or Alaska Native butt cakes <laughs> and Asian butt cakes <laughs> and um, Native Native Hawaiian or other Pacific Islander butt cakes. Okay. <laughs> and all they change is the design. And the color tone, you know, it's kind of match like skin tone. Because uh, after all, we're all red, white, and blue on the inside. <laughs> Very good, Steve. <laughs> the Rudy Tootie fresh and booty. Very good. <laughs> Jesse Jones, what does IHOB mean to you? <laughs> hey. Hey, champ. Hey, slugger. Hey. <laughs> come on. C come sit down. I uh, want to have a, have a little rap sesh with my little... Uh, uh, sorry. With my big, strong guy here. Uh, <laughs> listen, sport. I, uh, hey. Um, I noticed um, Leslie hasn't been around much anymore, and you seem really sad, and that's okay. No, come on. Dad knows a thing or two about the world. <laughs> Let me give you a little free advice from somebody who's been around the breakup block before, huh, bud? Look, I know it might seem like the end of the world right now, like you've been punched in the gut with a boxing glove full of bees. That's not, I mean, uh, look, okay. <clears throat> I know it's rough right now. 
That's just part of growing up. Everybody goes through it at your age. It's, it's just the truth of the world, kiddo. IHOB. Innocent hearts often break. He <laughs> <laughs> thought she was perfect. He sat near, her, near each other in class. She had pretty hair. I get it. I know exactly what you're going through. I went through so much IHOB when I was your age. <laughs> Find this girl that suddenly isn't gross, then you fall in like-like. <laughs> But just like this, Leslie, you're going to find out over and over before you find the right one. There's a lot of Denny's out there. <laughs> All those devious, evil, not nice young skanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, I, I know it's a little harsh. I, I just went through so much IHOB growing up, uh, knowing how many Denny's there are, but... Uh, it's not that bad. After after a run of bad Denny's, you'll uh, you'll grow out of it. I I, I went through a Caro's phase. <laughs> uh, I was really into cute, awkward, radically religious, overweight skaters. <laughs> it was fun for a little while, but that could never be more than a phase. Then eventually, you have to settle down. When you accidentally impregnate the high school Eppies. <laughs> I'll tell you what that is when you're a little older. But, <laughs> but that too will fade, and before you know it, you find yourself divorced, unsatisfied with where your life has led you, and just craving some I hop. <laughs> some intensely hot older puss. Now, go to bed. We got to get up early to get you back to your mom's in the morning. <laughs> and you probably shouldn't talk about any of this with her. <laughs> Very good. That was reorganization. I hob. <coughs> I need to know what Epi's means. <laughs> <laughs> that was my cop out for not figuring out what Epi's <laughs> meant. <laughs> Want it by the end of the show. I'm tasking you. All right, uh, this next segment, uh, the third of five segments, uh, calm down. Uh, it's called This Was Today Once, uh, Trip. Did you know today is Global Wind Day? Yep. Yep. Uh, also on this very date, 2014, American radio host, producer, and voice actor Casey Kasem became dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? I'm Trip Hazard, and this week marks the second occasion where I was incredibly excited to learn unconnected things really weren't so different <laughs> after all. Aren't we all excited to fall down Wikipedia rabbit holes and learn more than expected about some previously benign person or event? <laughs> the metaphor to fall down a rabbit hole was first used in 1865 by Lewis Carroll. Eleven years ago today, Global Wind Day was, of course, started in Europe because the people there seemed to care about sustaining the world for some reason. Originally just called Wind Day, the events organizers realize the entire globe experiences wind at some point in their lives, and anyone who denies it is a filthy liar. Though rumor has it a few Flat Earth adherents stopped celebrating it when they changed the name. Not to be confused with the Flat Earth Society, a Belgian big band ensemble formed in 1997 signed to Zonk Records. <laughs> and also, four years ago today, the world lost an incredible man in Casey Kasem, famous radio host for the Top 40 Countdown. Uh, it's famous long-distance dedications, and also the voice of Shaggy on Scooby-Doo. 
Now, while those listeners who were children during the O.J. Simpson murder trial might mistakenly picture Cato Kalin, <laughs> failed actor and part-time feline keyboardist, <laughs> Casey Kasem is a much better man by far. <laughs> so, I, went, uh, I sent a long-distance dedication via hot air balloon, technology first used in China around 220 A.D., for military signaling. Much like a bottle in the ocean, except I made sure the balloon was made of easily biodegradable straw and rice paper, an ancient process first named in the New Book of Tang, completed in 1060 AD. <laughs> it's my hope the message will float into the Druze Mountains of Lebanon, where Casey Kasem's family emigrated from. And the dedication was a simple one. I'll be at the top 40 reasons to care about Casey Kasem. Uh, for time, I'll jump to the end. Top four. Number four, in 1993, Casey Kasem pulled off a hilarious David Letterman top ten list of the top ten favorite numbers from one to ten. <laughs> uh, these are all actual things. <laughs> Number three, Casey Kasem cared so deeply about fair representation for Arabic peoples, he quit doing voices on the children's cartoon Transformers because there was a gross caricature in the third season, Abdul, King of Karbamya. <laughs> That's right, Transformers was racist even back in 93. Number two, Casey Kasem was a vegan. Not, never mentioned it once on his radio show. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one reason to celebrate Casey Kasem is that he stopped doing the voice of Shaggy from Scooby-Doo because he refused to portray Shaggy in a Burger King commercial. A couple years later, in 2002, they desperately wanted Kasem to the point where he negotiated for Shaggy to become a vegetarian. <laughs> That's right, this man stood by his principles so seriously that he changed a 32-year-old teen <coughs> teenager cartoon character in canon. <laughs> and the Hanna-Barbera folks said, yeah, all right, sounds fine. <laughs> now that is a man of character and quality. I'm sorry about our president. <laughs> Keep your feet on the ground. Feel the wind in your hair. Keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> Very good, Trip. Very good. Amy. Estes. Can I call you that? Okay, good. That is my name. Oh, great. Just checking. Uh, on this date, 1762, Austria uses the first paper currency. Uh, also on this date, 1648, Margaret Jones is hanged in Boston for witchcraft in the, fir uh, in the first such execution for the Massachusetts Bay Colony. How did you celebrate these things combined? Well, John, I chose to celebrate this holiday by financially supporting our country's national hero to all witches, Robert Mueller. <laughs> we know he's on an alleged witch hunt trying to chase down currency, a happy coincidence for this day. <laughs> Though referring to Donald Trump as any sort of as, as a witch is really an insult to true witches who just do cool shit like charge crystals and moonlight and hex evildoers. <laughs> Nonetheless, I can't think of a better way to celebrate than by honoring someone who is trying to break the spell of idiocy some Americans seem to be under. I can assure you that if things don't change soon, I will hang myself from a tree in a nod to the witches of old and hope that in honor of this day, you will throw money directly at my body. <laughs> Very good. Amy Estes. Very good. Steve Ferris. How are you today? I'm doing... Uh, <clears throat> no... Today is not bad, you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good. Actually, like the traffic this morning is pretty light. And, yeah. You know. Not bad. Yeah. All right. <laughs> On this date, 1997, uh, British model Naomi Campbell was hospi hospitalized for a drug overdose 
Uh, also on this very date, 1943, English record producer, songwriter, and bass player Muff Winwood was born. <laughs> yep. Uh, how did you celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? All right, what Muff did I... Muff Winwood. <laughs> yeah, Muff. Okay. I, I got his name in here. Okay. <laughs> All right, so what did I do? I took a bunch of drugs, <laughs> but instead of taking too much like Naomi did, I only took a muff. <laughs> <laughs> Dad jokes competition is tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, but. I know, I know. Uh, anyway, um, which was none because I don't do drugs. <laughs> so none is enough for me. Uh, <clears throat> I did... I'm, you know, this is kind of edgy. I did sit on a bench that had a big black widow under it. Did I? I did. I didn't know it was there. Uh huh. And then I, I came back later to write some more of these. Yeah. And then I, I saw it under this great big. It wasn't that <laughs> big, big, but I mean, it, it was like. Sure, it wasn't a tomato. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. I saw the web. I was like, ooh, I bet you know. Yep. Then, yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, I also found out that Muff Winwood is Steve Winwood's older brother. <laughs> I was like, it's gotta be right. And then it was, uh, <laughs> and yep. yeah, that's all I wrote. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I, I also like the idea that, uh, they named their first son Muff. <laughs> and their second son, Steve. <laughs> I don't have an older Adam brother. Adam and Eve, not Adam and Muff. <laughs> okay. Wait, no, it would be Adam and Muff, uh, not Adam and Muff Steve. Muff and Steve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would I was thinking, what, what if the Dukes of Hazard were actually Muff and Steve? <laughs> All those Duke boys, Muff and Steve, you get back here. Coo, coo, coo. I had students once where one kid was Christopher and the second was Voltaire. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like Hi, me. I'm Joe. This is my brother, Jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> this is my sister, Confucius. Like, <laughs> yeah. isn't, isn't Muffin, though, is like a, like a nickname for like a kid? Like, come here, Muffin. And <laughs> Muffin? And sure, I feel like I've heard that. Not like enough to like shorten it. It's now what I'm going to call you forever. <laughs> muffin. <laughs> a little muffin. Muff? A sad yeah, what is paint. muff short for? Vagina? Probably muffin. Woodruff. Winwood. They got wood on both ends. <laughs> muff. Diver. <laughs> Sorry, muff. <laughs> Very good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, you have yeah. you have a turn at I this do. thing. Jesse, Why not? Uh, on this date, 1958, American baseball player Wade Boggs was born. <laughs> also on this very date, 1904, a fire aboard the steamboat SS General Slocum in New York City's East River kills 1,000. Exactly. Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Disney! <laughs> I'm sorry. It may seem like everything with me comes back to Disney. 
whether it be my giddy childlike joy in the parks or my previously chronicled hunting and slaughter of the extended Disney family. <laughs> Check back older episodes. But I can, feel, I can feel a confusion in the air. You said Wade Boggs and General Slocum, not Disney anything. Or did you? You did. But you also did! <laughs> Allow me to explain. Wade Boggs, a person who I have been assured was real... And given that name on purpose, was also a very popular stick swing, run, run, ball catch, sport liberty. <laughs> From what I'm told, he spent the majority of his professional children's game playing career <laughs> as a squad member of the Bostonian Red Stockings. <laughs> Go fightin' hosiery! Now, these gentlemen players of the Crimson Nylons are long-time rivalrieres of the new Amsterdam Yankee Doodlers. And then, would you know it, the unlikeliest of things, Wadley Bogsington, through some sporting mechanism, somehow happened to eventually become a York Northerner. Leaving behind the burgundy foot mittens. <laughs> Just like how baby Ruth Westmeister, <laughs> Westmeyer did similarly so in the early days of hit stick you're gone by. <laughs> well, you can guess that was quite a hullabaloo to beat the band that day it sure was. <laughs> So in celebration of the occasion, the owners of the New Yorksman commissioned from the Walter Disneyland Old Company Shop a commemorative cartoon featuring Wadeford Bogley at the wheel of the paddleship General Slocum in the fashion of that classic animated flicker show, Steamership William! <laughs> but instead customized to the new focus of the material titled Paddleboat Bogsy! Unfortunately, the animated short subject film was given very little direction more than Wade Boggs on the general slogan. <laughs> so the artisans in the mouse shop returned a product which may have portrayed the scene less whimsically and fantastical than gruesome and historically accurate. As Waddleboggle whistled at the wheel of the doomed ship Slocum, Steering it to the bottom of the East River with over a thousand drowned and melting passengers. So, in other words, I celebrated the day imagining horrific riverboat accidents presided over by unqualified ferrymen, as usual. Ah, <laughs> uh, very good, that was. <clears throat> this was today once. Oh, that's funny. That made me laugh. Doom ships. <laughs> All right, this next segment, the fourth of five, just fucking calm down. Uh, dating profiles from the fictional and or non-fictional trip. Uh, let's hear, hopefully you've composed a dating profile from the perspective of an actual snake oil salesman. 
step right up, ladies and gentlemen. There's plenty of me to go around. It's I, Dr. Mortimer J. Morris Ross I, <laughs> offering you the opportunity of a lifetime to date me, Professor Mortimer J. Morris Ross I. Height, standing a majestic five foot nine. Body type, a robust, strapping man in the prime of his life, full of vim and vigor and snake oil. Education, Doctor of Pharmapothecary Chemistry from Trump University, graduated from Dr. Jones Herpetology Charm School. Drinks, whatever ails you, get it? Lagers too, and Vita Vaja Vegemin. And snake oil. Occupation, some call me healer of the masses, personal Jesus, and snake oil salesman. Seeking the curious, the hopeful, the earnest, the wealthy, the scientifically literate, the anti-vaxxers, the marks, the hypochondriacs. All right. (laughs) About me. I've got just what you need for a lifetime of adventure. Why, give me a chance. I'll make your life brand new. I'm a generous lover. Come one, come all. Snake oiled mustache rides available. <laughs> I believe in a beautiful future without arthritis, other diseases, or cripples. Hit me up if you seek the same. Hail Hydra. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> Sorry. Amy. Estes. Dating profile from the perspective of the media. The media. Do you like drama, staring at your phone 24 hours per day, and unhinged, unbalanced hot takes? (laughs) I'm the chick for you. I'm not like most girls who claim to be like low maintenance and enjoy things like long walks on the beach and hikes outside. Yuck. I prefer screaming into a bright room or holing up in the house all weekend with no sunshine. While I can assure you I'm hot on top, the real fun comes down below. The comments section. (laughs) You enjoy creating new insults and ways to misspell them? I'm your girl. (laughs) Bonus points if you can use key phrases like culture war, snowflake, and libtard. (laughs) The way to my heart is high interest stories. It'll really get people talking. Or cute animal stories with potential for them to die. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Amy has this. The media. Stephen Ferris, let's hear a dating profile from the perspective of peanut butter and jelly. Okay. <clears throat> Not really sure what to put here. Sarcastic to a fault. My friends say I'm sweet and wholesome. Also easy, wink face. (laughs) Not really looking for anything serious or long-term. Just want to spread my seeds (laughs) and nuts on your bread. (laughs) Whole grains really turn me on. Sprouted makes me wet. Actually, I'm always wet. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Swipe your knife left if you're gluten-free. I want a real loaf. (laughs) Please don't be expired. 
or even from grocery outlet. <laughs> Ew. I have a daughter. She is my life. JK. <laughs> also, I don't do raisins or walnuts. We're olives. What the fuck? <laughs> One, one time I went out with this loaf and it was jalapeno and cheese. <laughs> Worst date ever. We didn't even make it to one bite. <laughs> Basically, I don't go well with other flavors, just plain. <laughs> Very good, Steve. Peanut butter and jelly. Jesse Jones, please yeah. uh, dating profile from the perspective of Jealousy. Oh. Jealousy. We had a common uh, voice choice for most, most of the panel here uh, <laughs> for our uh, desperately seeking. Um, user, why is your phone locked 88? <laughs> Smokes, yes. So. Drinks, often. So. Myself summary. I don't even care. I mean, at all. And you know what? You know what's funny? It is hysterical that you even think I even care because I don't even. <laughs> what I'm doing with my life. Being chill as fuck. <laughs> and the opposite of smothering. Giving all the space a rational human being could even want. I don't even know what your deal is. It's crazy. I'm not crazy. You're crazy. She's crazy. <laughs> I'm really good at calibrating night vision goggles, <laughs> urban tracking, surveillance, and determining on site the appropriate amount of chloroform demanded for the situation. <laughs> First thing people notice about me is how I've always been so far out of your league that it wouldn't even make sense for me to be all like, no, nah, at all. <laughs> Six things I can never do without binoculars, bolt cutters, my BFFs, Veronica and KK, <laughs> Fugu toxin, and the blowgun I got on my spring break in Bali. <laughs> Spent a lot of time thinking about nothing. Why would you even ask that? I mean, what is that even supposed to mean? I think you should apologize, but I know you won't. On a typical Friday night, I am wondering if your phone is like broken or if like you ran out of minutes or something. Because you're the kind of thoughtless douche that would be so thoughtless that you would still have a by-the-minute plan, and still run out of minutes. I mean, I could be dead in a ditch somewhere for all you even care. And I bet you just love, you would just love that. You and your friend. <laughs> Most private thing I'm willing to admit. I've memorized seven possible routes to and from your job, and I know exactly how long it should take, so don't even try it. <laughs> you should message me if you know how good you've got it. <laughs> You've got unlimited texts and you might care if I was dying in a fucking ditch. <laughs> Very good. That was uh, 
dating profiles from the fictional and or non-fictional. Which brings us to our final segment of the night. You guys finally, I know. Okay. <laughs> it's called uh, Write an Erotic Poem About It. Write an Erotic Poem About It. Please have composed an erotic poem in regard to the following topics. Trip. Let's hear an erotic poem about ten flights of stairs. <laughs> ten flights of stairs. You met me in a hotel in the city. <laughs> there was no way you'd let me into your home. When you first laid eyes on me, you were intimidated. I saw your mouth open. Drinking me in tall and lean, you knew I would be a challenge. At first you didn't want to, but you knew you had to take me. The elevator was out and what you wanted lay at the end. You wanted to take it two at a time, but hey, what's the rush? <laughs> your heart pounding, your legs burning, I'll give you a workout. I won't even break a sweat. I'll take your breath away, leave you sore places you didn't think possible. <laughs> Olympic athletes have tried and failed. Up and down, up and down. Try it backwards at your own race. <laughs> Going down too quickly has been known to hurt your neck. When you finally reach the peak, be careful. Even a slight breeze might push you over the edge. Le petit mort. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> Let's hear your erotic poem. Uh, in regards to uh, warm milk. Ooh. Pure, creamy, snowy white, liquid gold poured into a pan. With a spark, you become curdled sex. <laughs> Supposed to make me tired, instead waking my loins. Warm milk. Warm milk, warm milk. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> very, very good, very good. Warm milk. Steve Ferris, an erotic poem in regard to googly eyes. <laughs> All right, I gave it a... <laughs> Try a different one. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I gave it a title. Okay. Um, the piles of eyes cement. Bliss? Cement? Right. Which, uh, you know, doesn't really have that much to do with it. <clears throat> um, all right. Unpacking an old box of toys, reminiscing <laughs> on each bygone's joys. Yet there at the bottom, completely forgot them. These googly woogly boogly eyes. <laughs> look up here, buddy, not down there. Oh my, it seems you'll look anywhere. <laughs> I never imagined in my December a pair of eyes would look at my member. <laughs> am I embarrassed or am I aroused <clears throat> by these cornea without lids, nor with brows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, I can't take it. Do look away. Ah, perhaps perched on my cock, you shall stay. 
<laughs> Where are your parents? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, hidden in pants. I'll ignore your detection. But what's this? An old man's erection? <laughs> My gosh, it's a face. Eyes, nose, and chin. And somehow mouthless, I can still see a grin. <laughs> oh, oogly googly, at shoogly eyes. <laughs> That hit very good, Steve. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh Jesse in yeah. the show. God, calm down. Okay. <laughs> Please. Uh let's hear an erotic poem in regards to pre existing conditions. I'm gonna try some music. Pre existing no, conditions. Let's see if it works. I don't remember a time when you weren't forefront on my mind. You and me, a bond sublime. Everywhere I look in me, it's always you I find. I can feel you in my bones. Osteoporosis. You make my loins swell, deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> You take my breath away, pulmonary embolism. <laughs> you make my head spin, cerebral aneurysm. <laughs> you make my heart skip a beat, atrial fibrillation. <laughs> I burn to be with you, ceremonial cremation. <laughs> my love for you is incurable. Your love makes me uninsurable. <laughs> so paperwork, I won't even start. You won't find my devotion on any film or chart from now till forever, till death do us part. You'll always have a special place in my lungs, <laughs> in my bones, in my heart. <laughs> Very good. That was Stab. One more time for all the comedians you saw tonight. David. Trip Hazard, Amy Estes, Steve Ferris, Jesse Jones. I'm your host, John Morris Ross IV. You guys, if you'd like to hear more, seriously, if you'd like to hear more stabs, go to one of our many online outlets, stabcomedytheater.com. Uh, check out the website at stab4gold, stab, the number 4gold.com. Uh, if you liked us, um, leave, a, leave a review on, on, on Yelp, Facebook. Whatever you'd like. You guys have a blessed night. <laughs> Everyone, please come forward. The altar call. God is calling you right now. Don't ignore that voice. Okay. All right. I'm starting to feel like really self-conscious about this. <laughs> Plank Eye. <laughs> Do you guys remember Plank Eye? Plank Eye. 
And then um, so I, I, I walked up to Mike Herrera, the singer of MXPX, and I'm like, dude, you guys are the biggest inspirers of our band. <laughs> <laughs> and he was on an episode recently of uh, like House Flip, one of the house flipping shows. Him and his wife, they bought a house and uh, they're still serving the Lord. They're still on fire for God. Oh my God. Rebecca, do, do you know, uh, oh, what's her name? It's the Christian Melissa Etheridge. Uh, Jennifer Knapp. Jennifer Knapp. My, my true love. She's. She's <laughs> 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 A little more than I can give. All right, no, we're not going to. You know what, guys? Fuck this show. Let's just reminisce about the days of old. Well, to hell with it. We should, uh, I mean, to heck with it. I, I'm so sorry. Strive for it, yes. <laughs> Striper? The, do you remember Petra? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys know? Carmen. Yeah. I took my aunt who wasn't, uh, he, she wasn't saved <laughs> at the time. Welcome to a Christian comedy club, guys. Thanks for, no, I'm kidding. You're like, what is happening? <laughs> anyway. Now, I took my aunt to, uh, to see Carmen. She was in her, like, 50s, and Car Carmen was on stage, and they did one of their human videos, is what they would call them, and she turns to me, and she goes, he could eat crackers in my bed anytime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then I cast the devil out of her. <laughs>